welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 30-minute flow class. When you're ready, come on down to your mat and we'll get started. Hello, hello. All right. As we're getting here, are we getting here? Go ahead. Great to see y'all. Good start to the week. You made it. Excellent hydration going on. Yeah. And, and coffee. Cheers. Um, all right. Looks like we're in. You're in. You're in for whatever. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Carrie smiled and raised her eyebrows. Mm-hmm. That means we can go places. Let's start in Supta So on your back and feet together. You can let your eyes fall gently closed or set them lightly at the ceiling. Jess, is that a bunch of Nerf uh, armor? right there yes john asked me to do yoga in his room so you know i got all the ammunition you need as long as it's nerf as long as it's nerf don't shoot your eye out with that thing all right supta soles of the feet pressed together each exhale let them press together more as if the, the breath out is coming from the feet, from the legs, from the deep abdominals. And in a way, it is. With your inhale, take your time. The universe, the atmosphere around you wants you to breathe. It's the, the way it all works. Right? The emptying out of your breath is the work that you do. And the breath coming in happens. Just give it time to happen. And as you do, notice how you feel as you have these relaxed, steady breaths. And you'll look for those as we keep moving through this today. So we'll do some low-key stuff. We'll do some high-key stuff. We're looking for steady, even breath as we do it. And by any chance you lose yours along the way, no big deal. You just look for it again, create it again, create that space for a full inhale. And that awareness of emptying with your exhale, letting go. Next exhale, you can bring your knees together, hug them in toward your chest. And then one knee in each hand, and we'll spin out. So the heels stay close to the sitting bones. Twirling your thigh bones around in the hip socket. See what's going on. Bring that back to center, and we'll cross the right foot over the left thigh. Like for reclined pigeon, keeping the arms out of it, let the hips rock side to side. And use the left leg at whatever degree works for you right now to hug the shin bone in toward you. So could be real light, or you could work with the left leg to pull the right leg toward. 
Next inhale, undo that. Come back to center. We'll swap it out. Right leg hugs the left leg in to whatever degree. We'll rock side to side. One more breath with that. And undo it, come back to center. Arms out like cactus or wings. We'll move this into belly twisting pose, knees together. Going side to side, looking for your breath. Right. Nice place to, uh, to work with that is inhale, knees to the side. And exhale, back to center. And just brief pauses in your breath between inhale and exhale. Brief little pause in the twist or at center. One more round, balance the two sides. Bring knees into chest, nose to knees, curl up, tuck your chin in, gaze toward your navel. When you inhale, you're gonna extend out long, feet toward your front wall, hands toward your back wall. And then exhale, curl in again. Tuck the chin in. When you reach out your sacrum, your lowest rib, the back of your head, they're all on the floor and your arms are where you can see them. So they don't go lower than your eyes. Curl in with the exhale, reach long, point your toes, reach your fingertips, pull in, flex your feet, fan your toes, navel drops towards the spine, nose and toward your knees one more time, reach out long, point your toes, reach fingers, Back of the head down, arms where you can see them. And then curl up this time with that curl up. A little rock or press up to seated. When you get to seated, big shoulder shrugs. Inhale the shoulders up toward your ears. And exhale, let them slide down your back. Good. Just like you were getting the weight of the world off of your back. One more round. And as you let your shoulder blades slide down this time, the conscious lift of your heart and the back of your head so that you're sitting tall with the precise but relaxed posture. Then we'll draw chin toward the chest or toward the collarbones really, the chin in. Back of the neck long. The base of the skull has come forward. You're lengthening the nape of your neck. You're just going to tilt your right ear toward your right shoulder. Drop your left shoulder blade down your back. Come back to center. Very small movement here. And just tilt. Left ear toward left shoulder, drop the right shoulder blade down. Then tilt back to center, chin in. And feel the nape and neck lengthening. We're gonna keep that length. You're gonna lead with the back of your skull, come up to stack the skull at the top of the spine, the head level. 
back the next day long. When you open your eyes, your gaze is straight ahead, eye level. And then keep that. We're going to take one shoulder, so right shoulder up toward the ear, then draw it back into almost a twist and back to center. Keep gaze level, head level, spine in line as you take left shoulder up toward your ear, then draw the shoulder blade in toward the center of your back, back to center. So as we do this, uh, the uh, obligatory flash dance shoulder rolls, you're working on keeping your spine and particularly your neck and head just at center. And it's the shoulder blade action that's moving. One more round, moving the, the shoulder blade around your back. Really. It's almost a twist, but we're not moving the spine into it. And pause at center. Again, lift up to the center of your chest, lift up to the back of your head. Give a uh, double shoulder shrug, so both shoulders together up toward your ears. And then slide them down. Take the right hand to the left knee, a twist, and look forward. They'll look straight ahead, eye level, so your chin doesn't drop, your head doesn't drop forward. But you're pulling up tall through the back of your head, making that space at the nape of your neck. Then just a small motion here, tilt the chin down. So you're looking at your own shoulder. And breathe in. Breathe out, level your chin by drawing the back of your head up and back, set your gaze again at eye level, and back to center. And then other side, keeping the gaze first at center so that you know your head is staying upright at the top of your spine, and we're not doing that down and forward with the face. Uh, and once you've gotten the twist in place, chin in line with the left shoulder and you can then tilt it in and for some of us that's gonna be really nice uh, back in the next stretch for some of us it won't be that uh, noticeable it's okay if it's if it's subtle breathe in breathe all the way out Come back to center as you inhale. Pause again with your gaze at eye level. Back of the head reaching up. Your gaze straight ahead. And particularly if you're watching your monitor, uh, do note if that is exactly straight ahead at eye level. If it's not, then you can move your gaze. I'm not going to do anything interesting here. You can look straight ahead of you to get your neck and your eyeballs in their uh, centered positioning. It's hard with the screen. They're made to addictive. Have a breath in and breath out. Here at center, you can come out of the twist if uh, that's unless you still want it there. Then <laughs> hands to your mat. Come on over to hands and knees and cat and cow. Round and arch. Almost like as many times as you find yourself looking at what's going on on the screen, you just kind of remind yourself to bring your neck back into alignment. We're gonna move around in so many different ways throughout a yoga practice that if we continue to look at the screen, we're gonna be in neck trouble. <laughs> and, uh, 
side note, if your screen is always in the same place, if you are not changing rooms to be in the Nerf gallery, uh, you may want to start moving your monitor around just so that your neck isn't always craned in the same position to, uh, to see what this monkey is doing. Um, that's a real overuse um, kind of issue. One more round of cat cow. And then make your way to down dog. Have a breath there. Breathe in, press the floor. Breathe out, bend your knees, press your feet down and out. The abdominals pull up and in. And you'll look forward to your hands, walk forward into ragdoll and your arms can wrap around each other. Your arms can rest between your chest and your thighs, giving you uh, support for the, the body, upper body to come together with the low body. We want that, uh, that idea of a, of a ragdoll, like the raggedy Ann and Annie that could just fold at their, uh, remember that? They could just fold at their hip because there was like a seam there. Thank God we don't have a seam right there, but it's the, uh, the intention here, the hip crease is fully folded. And then the upper body rests on the legs. Or if we're feeling a little tighter, the upper body rests on the arms, which rests on the legs. Breathe in here through your nose. Open your mouth and let it out. And release your hands to the mat, walk your feet together. And press your feet down. Inhale, reach up to stand, mountain pose. Excellent. Look straight ahead. Let your heart lift. Let the back of your neck be long and unstressed. And exhale, bow forward. Press your feet into the floor. Draw your abdominals in to press that last bit of breath out. All of it gone. And inhale, lift halfway, flat back. Take your arms back like they were airplane wings. And squeeze the shoulder blades together, gaze straight at the floor so the back of the neck is long. And bow forward, wrap the arms around the legs and hug in. We'll go again. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, bow forward. Press your feet into the floor, draw your abdominals in, keep that action as you draw your heart forward into that halfway lift with the arms to the sides. Abdominals up, shoulder blades squeeze in towards center. Back of the head is buoyant. And exhale, fold. Hug in, navel to spine, let your head drop. One more just like that. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. Ring fingertip, pinky fingertip, reach up. Toes spread wide, you're awake and alive. Exhale, bow. Press your feet down, get the breath out. Breathe in, lift halfway, the arm bones at your sides, but they also lift up as you squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another. And then exhale, bow forward, hug in. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up to stand mountain pose. And as you do, take the feet about hip distance apart. 
We're going to sit back to Utkatasana. Reach forward with your palms up. As low as you said. And inhale. Up to stand. Mountain pose. Reach. And again, exhale. Sit back, Utkatasana. Breathe out. And breathe in. Stand up. Mountain pose and reach. One more. Sit back. Utkatasana. Palms are up. You reach hands forward like you're extending a tray out to serve somebody. Breathe in. Reach up. Then exhale. We'll bow forward. Feet are still hip distance apart. Pointing straight ahead. Breathe in. Lift halfway and keep fingertips on the floor or on blocks here. When you exhale, step your right foot back to a low lunge. When we inhale, we press the floor with the front foot. Lift your hips up and back. And when you exhale, pull into your front heel. Bring the back knee down to the mat. When you inhale, you're going to send your hips back into half monkey god. Flex the front foot. Hips go straight back. They may be trying to go to the right, but you won't let that happen. Then exhale, back to the low lunge with the back knee down. When you inhale, arms up for Anjaniasana, low crescent. You can bring fingertips together, but the arms stay in front of the eyes. And exhale, hands down to the mat. Tighten the back leg, straighten it. Inhale. As you exhale, you're going to twist, bow pull twist. Bring the left elbow toward the ceiling. Open the arm up. Good. As you inhale, back to the mat with the left hand. Step back to a high plank. You exhale to down dog or low push up. Breathe in for upward facing dog. To get back a down dog, press your hands down, pull your abdominals in. That's the first action that then takes you back. Look forward to your hands. We'll walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Fold forward. We're going to walk the feet to hip distance as you come up to stand. Mountain pose. Spread your toes. Spread your fingers. Then exhale. Sit back. Utkatasana. We're going to go palms in this time and squeeze in with the chest muscles as you go. And then stand up. Reach long. Mountain pose. Again, sit back. Utkatasana. And exhale. Hug the arms in. Like squeezing in on. Whatever you're holding out there. One more time. Sit back. You're reaching straight ahead out of your shoulders. Hug in. It's like you were lifting in the way that OSHA says, do not lift, but uh, that's besides the point. Breathe in, reach up, fan your toes, fan your fingers. Exhale, bow forward. You're allowed to lift imaginary weights out in front of you, but not, uh, not actual. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. We're going to take the left leg back into a low lunge here. And then as you breathe in, press into your front foot, straighten the leg. As you breathe out, bend into the knee. Back knee comes lightly down. Then the hips are going to go more straight back for that half monkey. Different angle there for the hamstrings. Fun stuff. Exhale. Back to your low lunge. Press your feet down. When you inhale, 
going to reach up on Janyasana, low crescent. Might bring the fingertips together and reach up, but the arms definitely stay in front of the eye. Then hands down, the exhale. And inhale, straighten your back leg, tighten it, draw your heart forward, lengthening movement on the inhale. Exhale to twist, right elbow leads in that bow pull, then the right arm can extend if the shoulder likes it. And inhale to unwind it, plant the hand and step back high plank, from which you could go to down dog or chaturanga. Up dog. Hands down, abdominals in. The exhale takes you back. Down dog. Look forward. Walk over, lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in. Lift halfway. Breathe out. We'll fold. Breathe in, reach up to standing mountain pose. We exhale and bring hands to heart center. Sit the hips back and twist. Left elbow toward the right knee. Pull your heart forward. Set your gaze directly at your side wall so the back of your neck is long. Then inhale. Come up to standing mountain pose. Set your gaze eye level. Feel the back of your neck long. Sit the hips back. Rotate. Look to your side wall. Lengthen both sides of your neck evenly. And then inhale. Reach up. And again, you can sit your hips back and rotate. Really aware of placement of your head. If you are looking toward your back wall, that means you're rounding somewhere. You want to get out of that. Breathe in, reach up. And then hands to heart center. Sit back. Twist left to the sidewall. Lengthen both sides of your neck. Inhale, reach up. Last set here. Sit your hips back. To the right, breathe in, reach up, stretch long, really like put as much into that reach as you do into the twist. And then twist two. Breathe in, reach up, reach long, unfold, unfurl. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back. High to low push-up, or you could stay with high push-up. You could also skip this for down dog. And breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out all the way to down dog. Pause here, breath in. As you breathe out, we're going to bring the knees down to the mat. That hip distance apart with us. Up to stand on the shins. Press the tops of your feet down. Squeeze the back line of the body. So squeeze your glute muscles toward your hamstrings. Engage your calf muscles. And so that's in place to, to steady the base. And you lift your chest. We're going toward camel, but we're going to take the arms to the sides like airplane and squeeze the shoulder blades together behind. Look straight ahead of you and just envision the back of your neck getting longer and longer. As you lift your heart up, your gaze will tilt with your heart. Right? So lead with the heart, 
and then be aware of muscles around your throat. If they're working extra hard, you don't need to look more forward. Keep the level of your chin so that those, those deep cord-like muscles that pop out of the neck, like you don't need those in yoga. You don't need those like, like unless you're raging mad about something and then hopefully like you can learn to breathe and calm that down too. Breathe in, lift your chest and breathe out. Slowly come down to sit to your heels, knees together. We're gonna drop chin to chest to do the, the opposite just in case any of those muscles got stirred up. And bring head back to good alignment where your head is stacked at the top of your spine. You're neither looking up nor looking down. You find eye level. You're steady and breathe. Feel what that's like through an unencumbered throat. Then up again for camel. Any arm position you like. Uh, be good to your shoulders. Be good to your neck. If you're taking the arms behind, totally cool. Just make sure that feels good. The, the object here is to feel good. The heart lifts up. If the spine bends back, the gaze will naturally come. And if you're starting to feel any tension in the front of the neck, draw the chin more in toward the collarbones. You could even uh, do the back bend, looking straight ahead of you with the chin in. Do not give up comfort in your neck and throat. Nobody came here for, for tighter neck muscles. Unless you did, then you know, go ahead. Breathe in, lift up, heart center toward the ceiling, and then abdominals in to come up. And back to child's pose, fold down in. Moment. Doing the opposite of that expansion outward, drawing in. Breathe to your low back. The lowest lobes of your lungs, space behind your heart. On an inhale, went up to hands and knees, cross your feet at the ankles, come around to seated. We take the right leg in front or on top of the left. So if the right leg crosses itself, ankle outside the knee, great. If you have to mangle it with your hands, then keep the foot in front. We're going to lift up and bow lightly forward to fingertips. Then use your fingertips to draw your heart forward. You could establish a little rock here side to side if you like something a little more of gliding with this. You could also... Let your head drop here for a deeper fold. If you want to activate this, if this one, you want some like active range of motion, scoop the right elbow underneath the right leg, right knee specifically, and press the right knee out into the arm. Right. And uh, more active doesn't necessarily mean better. Right. In fact, you know, a lot of us come to yoga to get more calm. So, uh, just if it, if you need that to make it interesting for you, for sure it's there. You could do that little press. Equally, a deep fold. In getting a good feeling stretch, or that light glide, which may help ease tension. All three good strategies 
depending on what you're trying to do. First step might be locating what you're trying to do with this. Deep breath in. Open your mouth and let it go. And inhale, come up, lean out, undo it. You'll cross left in front of the right, or if, and I'll show this, uh, if your leg will cross up and over easily without you having to use your hands, with literally not manhandling or woman handling your leg, do that. Lift up, fingertips down, or gender neutral handling your leg. Like any or all handling of the leg is, is no go there. Rock side to side here, or little bow forward, drop your chin. And if you want that to be more of an end range engagement stretch, you scoop the left arm up outside the knee and press the knee out into the arm. Breathe with that. And I'll just throw that little reminder in about why we don't grab our leg and pull it around. It has to do with your knee. Our hands can, over by pulling on the shin, they can over-rotate the knee. Your knee won't over-rotate itself. It's smart. It'll rotate to whatever degree it has, and it has some, but we don't want it to have a lot. You think about walking with a knee that rotates all around. Uh, it would be hard. But our hands can get in there, and they can do too much. So whenever we're looking to bend the knee. We just want it to do its its own thing. One more breath here. Let it go. On an inhale, come on up to seat it. As you exhale, you come down onto your back, hug your knees into your chest. If there's anything your body needs before you can rest comfortably, take that. If you're ready for Shavasana, make your way to Shavasana. Have some time to let go and let good. Just to rest at the end of a practice and allow your body to receive it. space after the doing is where we, we learn and process on a deeper level, the one that we don't control. Shavasana, while good in itself for so many reasons, is also a good lesson in that, in taking the pause to really absorb and learn, to fully experience and appreciate in a world where we tend to dart from thing to thing to thing. There are some things that we want to remember. There are some things we want to fully appreciate. And giving our body and mind and heart time to do that is important. Just like Shavasana is important to the practice. 
and you feel ready to move again. You can start with your fingers and your toes. Roll to your right side. Make your way up to seated. Seated. Take a big shoulder shrug. As the shoulders come up, you feel the muscular tension increase. And then as you let them slide down, you feel it dissolve. Bring hands together at heart center. Lifting heart to hands and thumbs to forehead center. Drawing heart and mind together. Excellent work this morning, y'all. Thank you for being here. Namaste. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.